Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, you're listening to Heather Kelly with the Indie Music Room. I'm very excited to introduce to you this month of August, our, our Artists of the Month. It is called Saturday Saints, and they're all the way from Yonkers, New York. Welcome, guys. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Doing very well, very well. Thanks for having us, Heather. Thanks for having us. Great. Oh, this is going to be great. I've been looking forward to this ever since I heard your music and your your submissions. So, oh, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what. Why don't we? Why don't you each introduce yourself quickly and tell everybody what you do in the band, and then we'll go from there. Sure. Uh, Jason. Uh, my name is Jason Frana. I play the bass and I sing backup vocals. Angelo. Hi, I'm Angelo. I play uh, lead guitar and sing backup vocals as well. Great. Liam. I'm Liam McKiernan. I play rhythm guitar and sing backup vocals. Will. I play the drums. All right. I love that. And uh, I says Fudo. I'm so sorry. I'm, uh, Andreas. Andreas. Yes. I almost called you Fudo. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Andreas. Sorry. You call that sometimes. What do you do to uh, I am the lead singer guitarist, and I am also pushing really hard for Will to join us with backups, but I don't think it's going to happen. Why is it that drummers never want to sing backup? I, I've had that problem. <laughs> well, I would love to, but, I, you know, if, if anyone hears my voice, the band will torpedo into, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm it's sure. not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Why don't one of you give me a background about when you got together and how this, how this whole band came together? Liam. Oh. Sure. Uh, we actually started uh, back in high school. We were about 15 years old. Will and I went to elementary school together. And then uh, we both started to pick up guitar around uh, like 13 years old. Uh, a lot of it was due to the grunge scene and all that. And then um, Will knew Jay and Andreas and uh, from his high school. So we all started to get together there and just shared like a mutual background of, of um, music and, and influences. And then uh played for about what 15 years and yeah. then um broke up in the early 2000s okay. and then got back together um once will moved back from los angeles and that's when we started to play with angelo uh and uh once angelo started to join the band that was you know he brought an entire other uh background of influences you know a more sort of in like uh i would say 80s inspired rock which is really kind of like helped set the tone of what this current record is yeah, you know, I, I listened to this and I listened to about 30 seconds of each song when you submit it. And I just was super excited because uh, I'm from the, you know, I graduated in the 90s, but it, that kind of music really resonates with me. And I was super excited to have you. It seems like, um, Liam, are you, do you write most of the songs? Um, it's, it's a, pro it's a collaboration definitely, but I would say I, I'd probably give the bones of the songs uh, to the band and then everybody adds their parts and, and, and puts their stamp. Liam's being modest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, it does take a collaboration. That's for sure. Why don't you tell me about some of your experiences when you've been playing recently? Where's the, um, any great stories or do you have any, uh, crazy, you know, well, like, like Liam was saying, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll hop in. Um, we have kind of reformed somewhat recently, so it's almost like we're trying to tear our dues over again. Okay. Uh, and the first lot of shows that we had was uh, at a place uh, in Montauk, New York, called the Montauk Music Festival. 
Okay. Um, so it was kind of, you know, instead of just easing our way in, you know, dip, dipping our toes into the pool, we kind of just jumped in head first. Um, but we've been playing together for so long. We've known Angela for so long that we're able to kind of, you know, keep it, keep it together. Right. Uh, and, and keep it tight and have it fun. So uh, it was really just exciting for me. It was exciting to feel all those nerves uh-huh. over again that I haven't felt in a while that, uh, you know, are outside what my normal job has been recently, which is just being dad. Yeah. So I got to kind of, you know, turn. Oh, it is super important, Heather. Absolutely. Uh, But I got to kind of do a little something for myself and, you know, rock out. That's so much fun. Yeah. So the first lot of shows for me was exciting. It was four shows in two days. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot. lot. Never again. Never again. (laughs) Hauling all your own equipment as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. For the most part, yeah. Well, the the cool thing was not. The very last stage that we played was um, like at the Montauk Lighthouse with like the ocean behind us, big screens on either side of the stage. It was oh. like one of the bigger stages that we've ever played on. So to see that and have that sort of be like the last show of the of the weekend was a very cool experience to look at and see our families and this yeah. sea of people. Cool. Oh, you guys have to be proud of that. That's great. Why don't you tell me what is your recording process first? So you write. It's a collaborative. When you know when you're writing the songs, it's a collaborative work. What do you guys uh, do with your recording? Do you do you guys do it all by yourself, or do you go to a, a record label? Or tell me about that, Angela. Why don't you take that? This this time around, um, I happen to I'm sitting in my little recording studio. So basically, we for this record, we would get together and either at Jay's house or or Will's house or outside somewhere or my house, and we would kind of just jam on the songs acoustically mm-hmm. and try to flesh them out that way. And once they're pretty much, you know, written out, not not complete yet, we bring it into the studio and we just start layering everything. And we basically, we lay down the, the basic parts of the song first. And then, like Will said, everyone just kind of layers their parts on top. Will tracks his drums in his own studio at his house. And uh, we kind of just, with the, the, the brilliance of uh, and the convenience of technology nowadays, we're able to just send tracks and, you know, Real files, files yeah. over the internet, you know, and we just layer them in and everything just kind of builds on top of each other. But yeah, all the parts, everything was written, uh, at, recorded rather at our own houses, whether it was Will's house or, or my house. Um, a lot of that was due to COVID. Um, you know, we, we kind of were limited as for, as for our options, but luckily enough, we're fully equipped where we don't need to go to a big professional studio and spend a ton of money on studio time. Right. You know? So that's that's kind of how this one went. I don't, who knows how the next album's going to gonna go, what the process is going to be, but, you know, this method worked for us. It took a little, took a little while, but... Sure, you work out the kinks. Yeah, yeah you know, it, was, it, was, it was that, but it was also just that, you know, like I said, COVID and it, it slowed everything down. You know, I'm sure we would have been done with this a little bit sooner mm-hmm. had we been able to get together as often as we liked, especially early on during COVID. Right. You know, we really was, held back a lot. Yeah, it was interesting because it was almost as if we were demoing the song like multiple times until, right. until we got the finished product because then, you know, and then obviously, you know, a traditional process, once you're in the room together, if you hear something in real time, it's like a quick fix or you can talk about it and kind of flesh out the part there. But this was more, you know, we'd get, we'd hear a demo back. Angela would send out a mix and they'd go, Oh, like maybe we should do this 
like guitar stop here. The drums should do a little thing here. And then it's almost like you have to go back in, start it over again. So that I think COVID definitely had its, uh, you know, it's impact. Yeah, it definitely had an impact for sure. Yeah. Are you guys within the same proximity proximity of each other so you can get together? Or are you kind of all over the place? Yes, we're very close to each other, proximity-wise as well. Speaking of COVID, did you guys try to do any of those online shows during COVID? And, and did you have any feedback if you did? No, we actually, for the most part, we just focused on getting this album done, especially knowing that we had this liability of not having the you know, in-house time with all of each other. So, um, and there was a lot of, of working things out on our own. And then, you know, somebody's working on one thing, someone's working on something differently, but they don't know it yet. We bring it together. Oh, that didn't really mesh well. So it was a a lot of playing and exploring. And it was, it was, it was a fun, but frustrating process. It can be. It sometimes seems like it's going very slowly, even though you're making progress every day. But I understand that you guys have um, got a lot of notoriety recently with some great reviews. I read a couple. One was from Media Mecca and the other was from Uh, Tinnitus. Tinnitus. Yes. I read both of those and I got super excited for you guys being a musician myself. I'm like, they are on their way. This is going to be amazing. So, oh, thank so, you. Thank so you excited much. for you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, it's great. Why don't you guys tell me a little bit about how you came up with the song Coffin? Take it away, Liam. That's you, Lee. Um, that one I feel was more of a, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we wanted sort of like just a, like a straight ahead stripped down sort of just like rocker and i feel like uh i'm like a big fan of toms in in like verses and things like that so will sort of started to do this kind of chuggy tom thing and um the single notes of the guitars it just kind of gave it like a dirty club vibe i thought yeah. um you know something you'd hear in like a new york club and uh then once we started to get to the but then we also wanted the chorus to be like very like um, like a lot of harmonies and, and, and like tambourine. And then we just were like, let's just, let's just throw it all in there on this one and see how it goes. And then uh, one night, I think Angelo and I for like hours just kept layering harmony over harmony over harmony. And then when it came together, it was just like, this sounds great. And like the juxtaposition between the verse and the chorus was really, uh, you know, uh, ex- exciting. And when it came out, I was like, okay, this, this seemed to be a standout to me. Oh yeah. It was big. It was a big sound. And that's, uh, I remember, when I first came into the studio to start putting some tracks down, um, I hadn't heard yet what these guys were up to again, because we're not all there together. And I remember, um, I think it was that song in particular, I put the headphones on and they they had me walk up to the mic and they're like, okay, so let's, let's go. Let's see what you can do here. And I actually took, I had to take a breath and sit down on the couch while listening because I was like, whoa, this just sounds so incredible. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about that memory. Um, and also I was intimidated at that point. I was like, oh, geez, you guys don't even need me on this. Like this is, this is done as far as I'm concerned. Um, but that song in particular, I, I mean, it happened actually with a few other songs as well. And I think for me, that was a sign that was like a, a tremendous thing to say to myself, wow, we're already like on the right path and it's like super powerful and, and, and elicits something from me. And we haven't even, we've gotten like maybe a third of the way 
to, to this point, and we haven't even played with it much yet. Right. You knew it was going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. Great. Well, with that said, we're going to go ahead and listen to Coffin. And when we get back, we've got a lot more to talk about. again by Saturday Saints. You're right about that song. It does build. It's got great harmonies, great guitar riffs. Bravo. Great song. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what, is I, what is it that I hear about uh, New Alternative? Uh, is that a movie? or uh, Tell me what that was all about. Yeah, so that's a, that's a movie that I made based on a book that I wrote several years ago that's inspired by this band. Um, you know, like Liam said earlier, we, we've been friends forever. We kind of came together musically in the, the grunge era of the 90s. Um, and that just time period just informed me completely, both as an artist as an, an, an individual. 
Uh, and at the same time, my sister, uh, well, around the same time, I conflated a little bit in, in the story, but my sister, you know, tried to, who was younger than me, uh, tried to pursue gangster rap, which is very sort of outside the realm of her world, right? But it, in a way, a, a kind of more punk rock. So I thought, hey, that's that, that's kind of a nice basis for a story, kind of a band pursuing, you know, uh, the the grunge thing, trying to become the next Nirvana, and this this girl do, uh, trying to become the next big gangster rapper. So that that was the that was the basis of it. Um, so the movie itself, uh, when we made it incorporates songs that we wrote and performed many, many years ago. I mean, 20 years ago. Um, and it's on the soundtrack along with amazing bands like uh, Mud Honey, Lisa Loeb, Sebado, Failure. Um, and the soundtrack got, got picked up and, and released uh, worldwide. It was part of Record Store Day 2019. And the record label that put that out, uh, I remember this very vividly. They came to the, the movie premiere and after the, the show, they're like, wow, you know, it's hearing the, the we were called the Latter-day Saints before hearing the Latter-day Saints in that big theater, man, they sound great. Are they signed? And they asked me, are you signed? We're like, no, but we've always wanted to be. He's like, do you want to be like, we will sign you. And wow. like, yeah. So our teenage dream of getting signed by a record label kind of took the securitous route and happened 25 years later in our, in our forties. And that, so we're kind of living our, our yeah. dream right now. Very circular. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that record label is Ryman and Reasons? Or? Ryman Reason. Ryman Reason. Okay. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what do they do? What does the label do for you then? They just, do they distribute your music for you? Is that how that works? Yeah. So the, the record is distributed on every platform imaginable worldwide, right. both digitally and, um, and on vinyl. Right. So, um, you know, it's mainly up to us to, to promote. I mean, there's a smaller label, um, but uh, it's it's everywhere. So, you know, it's it, that, that in and of itself is, is an amazing feat. Yeah. All you got to do is Google Saturday Saints. I'm telling you, people, you got to look these guys up. They're amazing. So here's the next song we're going to talk about. Um, you wrote another song called You. What's what's this one about? Um, you <clears throat> is probably, I would say, uh, somebody who's in a situation that they no longer want to be in, I would say is probably the best uh, way that, that I would describe that. Like a, if, if it's like a log line for that song, but this was another one that was sort of, uh, during the writing process, the opening riff, um, is sort of that, uh, melodic, you know, single pick thing. And, uh, having a really hard time kind of cracking the code on the drums for that one. Mm -hmm. And then Will started to kind of just play like a groove to it. And it gave it sort of like a, a nice, you know, groovy vibe. And then Angelo and uh, Jay ate, uh, added their, you know, leads and, and bass elements. And, and it just, that one felt like, oh, this could become like another single sort of song. And then Andres's vocal on it is top notch. It might be my favorite vocal that he does in the whole album. So. Um, another yeah. goodie. Very good. Let's take a quick listen to you um, by Saturday Saints. And when we come back, we're going to find out a lot more about this great band. Here we go with you. Seasons changing, I fall. 
probably mention that was you by Saturday Saints. I should probably mention what is the title of your new album? The title of the album is Anadonia. Okay. And the uh, it's the word, uh, the word means uh, lack of pleasure, the inability to experience joy. And we thought it was a little apropos for the time that we recorded the album, it, you know, during COVID, it was very frustrating. It just seemed like, I, I forget who came up with the word or, or who said it, but it just seemed like it was fitting given everything that was going on. Right. Well, it's a cool name. I actually didn't know what it meant until you just explained it. So thank you for your explanation. Um, I think Can it's- Can I add something? Um, the, the actually that word, if I'm not mistaken, does mean that what he said, it does mean uh, the inability to experience pleasure. But I think it's supposed to be like more to elaborate. I think it's supposed to mean something like the inability to experience pleasure while doing something or experiencing something that you should be having that should be pleasurable. Right. Oh. So it's almost like a, a little more. I think when you say it like that, it just sounds even a little more like almost like painful and like mm. something that I think people could relate to, especially um, with this current climate, right. you know, that, yeah, it's, it's a tough world out there right now for a lot of people who are suffering. Right. Why don't we talk a little bit about your guys' schedules, um, how people can find you and your links and uh, any promotions you have coming up or shows. We have a show tonight, actually. You do <laughs> a really a really cool uh, brewery uh, locally. It's in the town of Ellsford. Um, it should be fun. We're playing with a, a close friend of ours. His name is Alex Cano. Um, great musician, great band. He's been he, his band is like a well-oiled machine. They've been they've been going hard for the past three or four years, almost nonstop. And he was nice enough to get us on this bill with him to to share the stage. Uh, so that's what we have lined up right now. There's a lot of stuff in the works, nothing confirmed, a couple of festivals, uh, other shows, you know, one-off shows as well. Um, nothing really to announce, unfortunately, other than the, tonight sh the show tonight. Listen, that's a, I just don't want to confuse the audience because this, when this podcast oh, yeah. the not show air today. That you're talking about will have been long gone. Right. <laughs> well, but I'm sure we did good, right? It'll, sure it'll be in good. retrospect. It was July 2nd, but now it's August. So, yeah. yeah so, is that okay to say, like, well, we just recently played a show with Alex Cano at Captain Lawrence Brewery? Yeah, absolutely. That's right. You guys, you got some videos out. Why don't you tell me about your video process and, and what do you guys? How you put well, them together? We, we don't. We're actually currently working on a video for um, one of our songs called "Crash," um, with the premier skateboarding team of Egypt. If, if you can believe it, Egypt. Uh, yeah, it's already. It's already. Uh, there's this thing happening in the skateboarding community with this song. Or it's, it's strange. It's underground thing happening, and they picked up on it. And uh, I, I'm I'm friends with one of the one of the heads of the team. And he's a, not only is he a terrific skateboarder, but he's a wonderful filmmaker. His name is Yassine Koptain. Uh, and the team is called Skate Impact. They're the first skate shop ever in Egypt. And they're res solely responsible for, for the, um, the skateboarding scene there. And he really, he really was drawn to this idea of skateboarding crashes, right? And I'm like, oh, we're using this lyric <laughs> crash to coincide with this motif of skateboarding crashes. Yeah. Um, and that should hopefully be done in... Uh, mid-July. So by the time this podcast, 
podcast comes out. Maybe we could link to it. It should, it should be out. We're all really looking forward to it. Yeah. Make sure when you do get that completed, that you send it my way and I'll, and I'll get it put up on the page um, following your, your podcast. So that will be fun. And I'm sorry, when you said them crashing that I have the bad tendency to laugh when people fall, I think I'm going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a concept. And isn't it strange who picks up on your music, Egypt? We have a huge um, following in Cairo now. (laughs) (laughs) What a thunk. That is crazy. That is so crazy. Well, speaking. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go. Um, We also uh, just did a um, an interview for Shark Radio, ninety four point three Shark Radio, everything that rocks in Long Island, uh, with Orlando, and um, that went really well. It seems we're getting like kind of a, a, a following that's growing in Long Island, which is great. A lot of um, a lot of different radio stations have been kind of putting our stuff on rotation. I know in Boston, we re- they reached out to us saying that they had us on rotation. Um, William, there was another one that yesterday that reached out to you. Was it Hot Wax or? Um, yeah, well, no, we're getting spins on a number of online radio stations like Hot Wax Radio. Um, uh, the new music uh, food truck was really pushing us. Um, and a few others, Bulldog Radio, Boston Rocks, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, it's great. We, we, we just got to close the gap between the East Coast now and Egypt. <laughs> That's a long gap. Yeah, a little bit closer. <laughs> well, we'll get you over here in the Midwest, too. That's for sure. So. Love to. Awesome. Speaking of the video crash, why don't we go here, go ahead and listen to the track crash and then we will wrap up with a few afterthoughts. Here we go with Crash by Saturday Saints. I've seen that face many times before. Your daily Thank you. 
That was Crash. Again, all the songs you heard today are going to be on the Anadonia record that's going to be released uh, mid-July. Is that correct? Well, it was released uh, yes, uh, early July. It's already out there. Oh, it is mid-July. Yeah, it got out July 1st. We're doing August podcast. Sorry about that to my fans. I, I seem to forget. This is an early morning podcast, just so you know, no excuses. But for musicians, it's you're not always quite awake yet. <laughs> so true. Yes, that's so true. Okay, shoot me some links that people can find you, and we'll make sure to sure to put them on our websites as well. Saturday Saints Music on Instagram. That's, okay. a, that's one that we like to update regularly. Um, what's, do we have a, a regular URL? Our, our, our website is SaturdaySaintsMusic.com. Okay. We're on Facebook as well, Saturday Saints. TikTok. Uh, yeah, we're not on TikTok. We're kind of hesitant to jump on that bandwagon. We, but we are. We are on we TikTok. Are. Saturday Saints music. Same thing. Yeah, as we're we're do we have still any developing a dance? Yes, we absolutely do. Nice. I, thought, right. I thought I saw TikTok. <laughs> no, Will, Will doing fancy dances. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is promote this band. <laughs> yeah. I've also watched um, several of your live performances that were sent to me, and you guys are very enthusiastic on stage. You've got great stage presence. Um, as a whole, the whole project is solid. You're all very talented. The vocals are great. The songwriting's great. I just can't congratulate you enough. I'm super excited for your future and see where things go. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope that you stay in touch with me. Make sure to get me that video. And then with any future releases you have, we'll just come back and do this again. We'll be here. Any last thoughts, you guys? Thank you so much for the time. We're really excited for everybody to hear the album. Um, it's, uh, it was a lot of fun, and, and we look forward to playing it live. You've been listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. Be sure to listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on FortDodgeRadio.com and subscribe for all our past and upcoming shows. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.